2,000 pound bulk pallets. We talked about the packaging mm-hmm. last time. 2,000 pound bulk pallets. Ate a ton of beef. Ate literally a, a imperial ton of beef, right? That's, that's a lot of meat. And then a whole bunch of uh, different 8 to 10 pound plastic wrap. Yeah. Care to complete that? No. Chubs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> More chubs. Wait, hold, on. hold on. If it's the tubes. Yeah, tubes of meat. Wait for it. If it's beef that is that is uh poisoned by a coli bacteria, would that the and it's a and it's a ton of beef, that is literally a shit ton. <laughs> awesome. Yes. Yep, just dump it out. It's no good. <laughs> it's So 297, it's a podcast with a guy and a guy and a guy on the internet. We'll just say that now. You don't want to try to say, and a guy on Google, 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 Google Hangouts. Hangouts. <laughs> Hangouts does have a G in it, so just, that would, that's you, three Gs, that would screw can, me up. You can just call it Hangouts, everybody knows what you're talking about. But it might not always be Google Hangouts. It might have to be FaceTime or Skype on occasion, in which case, just stay on the internet. I'm Mike. I'm Craig. And here we are. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to start the day. Only about halfway oh. through the uh, Thanksgiving weekend here in the United States, and I'm already just <laughs> sick of all this. Sick, <laughs> sick of what? I haven't done anything. <laughs> oh. I, I did. I didn't even go out. I didn't even leave the house. I did on on Black Friday. I left the house on Thanksgiving to go to dinner at the Chinese restaurant. <laughs> oh yeah. Yep. It was hopping there, man. Thanksgiving That's, and wow. Christmas. It's, it's like so busy in that I've, place. I've been there with you guys too. Yeah. On a holiday occasionally. Yeah. It's usually pretty busy. Good food. Like that. Oh, so not thanks to the salmonella outbreak. No, it wasn't because of anything. Was <laughs> did you or get the, home and realize you had nothing but romaine lettuce in your refrigerator and said, "Well, let's looks we, like we we're had, eating out tonight." We had two two pack prepackaged things of lettuce. One had romaine in it, and we threw that out, and the other one didn't. And we had salads. Hey, you know, you know what's a great way to avoid um, getting sick off of romaine lettuce? Not eating uh, vegetables. Not eating crappy iceberg or romaine lettuce. <laughs> hey, how about, how about good. you get spinach? Or or greens or you know your your baby, spring baby mix. spinach yeah, any all baby that kind of stuff even baby kale isn't bad yeah regular Ro- kale romaine. is horrible it tastes Blah. like dirt let's talk to our guest <laughs> in case you didn't recognize his voice that's Ray welcome back thank you thank you for having me romaine sucks romaine mm-hmm. it's not bad romaine hearts are good. Yeah. You get down into the middle where it's more like iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not a fan. Like if, if crunchy it's, water. As it's a just de- crunchy as water, a delivery right? system for the dressing and all oh, the sure. stuff you can put on top yeah, there, it's yeah. fine. But just Plus as, you get to pretend you're eating healthy. But when really you're just eating crunchy water. 
But if I'm going or, to if I'm going to have a salad, I would rather it be spinach or mixed greens. You know, like your mescaline, whatever it's called. That mescaline. Stuff. Whoa! What kind of salads are you eating, Craig? <laughs> what's what's the stuff called? <laughs> Muscadines. Is that what you're? Those are those are like uh, your baby spring greens and all that kind of stuff. The yeah. The, what are you the purples? To think the purples of? and sure, greens. Sure. Sure. Whatever. Know you know what I mean? Because iceberg and romaine lettuce suck. I don't know. You put enough stuff on it, like mescaline and peyote <laughs> buttons, and, right? Whatever the peyote buttons, magic mushrooms. <laughs> that sounds like it. This is this is turning into a really interesting salad now. That might kill you. <laughs> if you yeah, eat too okay, much. Well, now, now, if you put violet fungus or shriekers or something like that on, definitely kill you. Violet or shriekers? Wow, I didn't even know that they Mes- had names. Mesclun. Mesclun. Is a mix of assorted small young salad greens. How do you spell that? Mesclun. Exactly how it sounds. M-E-S-C-U-L-U-N. C-L-U-N. Yes. Mesclun. That's what I have all the time. They the, the the type that I buy, it says like baby mixed greens or baby spring mix or whatever it's called. Yeah, something like that. That's what I have when I make salads, which I'll be doing today, actually. So, yeah. How's it going, Ray? It's going well, thank you. Ray's face is right over here next to us on the opposite side from where it would be if he was here in person. <laughs> One of the benefits of having the Google Hangouts instead of Skype is the video actually works along with the audio. It doesn't screw the audio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we have uh, Skype at work. And uh, yeah, it works about the same. It's pretty awful. So go Microsoft. Gross. <laughs> My work has, uh, has Cisco. Cisco products. Jabber and WebEx. We have all kinds of new technology. My, my, my office got acquired. So fancy. Yeah. I have like 270 coworkers now instead of seven, like I had before. <laughs> wow. Yeah. They're all in different offices around them. Our, our actual office still only has eight people. So when are you going to get fired? When am I going to get fired? I just, I, I assume that's what happens, right? When. Companies get bought out. They get people get fired. That's what happened on the office. I just got to season seven. <laughs> I wanted to talk to you about the office. Craig's been watching the office for the first time. I figured you'd be done by now. Oh, I get, I, there's other stuff you I watch too. Got so to I, season I, seven. I guess Why? I think so. Is that the season I'm in? Where Why? that's that's where where Saber buys them. Sure, with uh Kathy Bates. Yes, as Joe. And, and what's her? Yeah. Well, we're right. Gabe. And what's assistant. what's 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 the boss? What's his? Uh, Michael's boss, who was like on the David show, David Wallace. David Wallace, right? He pops up a couple times. Sure, he's like at home and he's not doing anything, and his wife's trying to get him out of the house. Yeah, and his, and, his son is playing drums, right? Because he's trying to bond with his son and make sure right. his son likes him, so he got, lets him gets him a drum set, and he just plays the drum set. He's got all some day. Well, they're coming up with a jingle for his new product, which yeah. has some crazy bad name. Suck it, <laughs> suck it. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> some kind of vacuum. Suck it. Well, that ranks right up there with with woof. Yeah. <laughs> We're in the middle of woof right now, too, which is the social media thing where you send one message and it blares it out on like all well, your no, devices, start all your barking. devices, everything you get, like you get an email, there's a pop up, there's, yeah. there's a bing, there's like you, a fax pours out of the fax machine. <laughs> like everything that you have that could, that could send woof. you information. Yeah, we're... we're where Ryan is is mm-hmm. like hipster he's, with the glasses and the suspenders and right. plaid shirts, and he's, he's like trying a, to get people to invest in it. Yeah, yeah. He's, that's beginning. 
<laughs> I just I just got past the Kevin everybody imitating Kevin as Cookie Monster episode, <laughs> which was spectacular. <laughs> Where somebody overdubbed <laughs> Kevin's voice on the video talking of Cookie to Oscar. Monster. Do a video of Cookie Monster and it's like, yeah, that's kind of what he sounds like. Anyway, uh, Ray, what do you what have you been up to the last few days, the last few weeks? Um, I have been overloading on D&D. Um, Overload? There's no such thing. I, right? So, um, I, uh, so I've been running my, my Saturday game is once a month to sometimes twice a month. And that's uh, largely the same group that that i abandoned uh, that yeah that you had to leave yeah i mean I know, it's, it's quite a trek out here and i know you've well, got a, it's not that wasn't that wasn't projects that wasn't all of it i'm also trying to sure. play more indie stuff and everything which is now starting to happen a little bit so oh good so and then um there's i'll guest shot sometime uh right after i moved over here to swanee i discovered that uh there was a new game shop that had just all that also opened up it's called uh, joe's uh garage and comics um and uh, for anybody that lives in this area or wants to make a truck, it's a, it's a nice little shop set up in a strip mall. But it's uh, he's got a little space in the back. So um, play games almost... and get your uh, your radiator cleaned out. Yeah, <laughs> new <laughs> Joe's garage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pound so, up your quarter uh, panel. Literally, he literally started this shop out of his garage, and then he transferred oh, it over to, okay. uh, to yeah. So, um, do all the employees wear those, uh, those Dickies shirts with the name patch on? Oh, them, they like, should, like... but, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Million Jump. dollar idea for them. Great, great for you. Suit. Yeah. With yep. their name in an oval. Or even better. Yeah. It's like the, it's the old, um, the old Dale Earnhardt black and with the gray horizontal stripe in the middle and the red. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sort of, sort of like the, uh, Baldwin Pit games, crew. uh, Dungeons and Dragons shirts <laughs> they made us wear at, uh, Gen Con. Very similar. Yeah. So, um, yeah. His, so his employees are basically him uh, and his wife and his son. So it's it's a really small operation. Um, but he's got a space in the back, and so I go. I started running a, um, and as one of my players reminded me, um, we started running a campaign. Uh, like I don't know, last year. I don't remember when she said we actually started, but she referenced something that happened in our uh, Tomb of Annihilation campaign, which we're almost to the end of. Uh, she referenced something happening last November. We have I, the, the girl in our group. She's our, our note taker. She likes to play. She likes to, she's got like a, uh, like a medieval style journal and she's constantly making notes in it. It's pretty awesome. Uh, she referenced something that happened last November. So we've been, and, and that was, you know, weeks into the campaign already. So we've been running that campaign for over a year and I, and that kind of blew my mind. Um, and, uh, I also hooked up with a group here in Swanee called the Swanee gamers. And, um, that's been, I've been doing pickup games with them and, uh, as a player, not running. Uh, and then the guy that runs the Swanee gamers guild, um, he, uh, did an extra life thing this year. So if you guys are familiar with, uh, uh, you know, I think Mike Merles and the folks over at Watsy do, uh, uh, do a uh, extra life event and uh, extra life can benefit whatever charity, uh, the, mostly children's charities from what I understand. Yeah, it's it's but, gamers playing games for charity rather than yeah. doing you know, like a, a walk where everybody, people pledge, you know, for however far you walk or whatever people will pledge for however long you game. 
yeah people will yeah. game people will, will like will stream their their group or they'll sh- they'll rotate people in and out or whatever and they'll, they'll have like a 24-hour stream yep yep so um i um was asked to dm a session so i uh dm'd a session that saturday and uh, I'm going to put another plug in here. So I used a Fantastics location from Sly Flourish's Fantastic Locations Kickstarter. <laughs> um, and uh, I used one of his Fantastic locations, uh, made some slight modifications to it, uh, ran these guys through, uh, through uh, you know, like a, basically a four-hour session. Um, and that was a lot of fun. But uh, through, those, through those guys, I've met... Um, uh, met another player that we just started a uh, Dragon Heist campaign yesterday. When Dragon Heist is the new uh, Wizards uh, campaign uh, path that just came out. For the record, you're not stealing a dragon. I, I didn't <laughs> think so. Is heist spelled differently? No, no it's it's heist, but a dragon is the name of a coin oh, okay. that is used a, in water. Gold. I was gonna yeah. I was gonna suggest that the dragon is the thief. That steals the things for you. Well, that was yeah, it could be, but no, I believe uh, Waterdeep has some type of a uh, protectional magic that prevents uh, dragons from actually entering the uh, the city or even the city airspace. Water Waterdeep has all sorts of protections up there until you don't want them oh. to be there, right? <laughs> <laughs> and yes. and that's how yes. you play the game by having those things not be there. Oh, it's all wonderful. The dragon can't fly in at you. Until, <laughs> until you, it until it's necessary. <laughs> yeah, until it can. <laughs> so yeah, we were actually discussing yesterday uh, when we when the when our DM made a comment about uh, not, dragons not being able to enter the city, and then uh, and I looked over at one of the girls playing. She's playing a celestial warlock, and looked over her, and I'm like, good thing none of us are dragonborn. Dragonborn eh, being being half dragon. They right? don't they don't count. They're dragon people. They're dragon people, right? Yeah, but they don't count. They're not real dragons. <laughs> it was it was a nerd joke, you know. Yeah. Everybody everybody laughed. So. <laughs> bunch of um, bunch of dorks. <laughs> yeah. Says the guy who just ran another Kickstarter for an RPG. <laughs> yeah, how's that going? <laughs> it's done. It, it funded. Everything went well. So yeah, I've been doing lots of D and D. Trying to get. Uh, I have you know Andy um, gave me. Uh, all his Reaper miniatures from Kickstarter one. And then I bought into Reaper Kickstarter three and Kickstarter four. I have unpainted minis coming out the wazoo. So um, I am <laughs> not to mention, and I, and you know, I guess like a lot of uh, minis collectors and gamers, I am still buying more minis. Cause you're a sucker. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. But I just, and you were, and you were just remarking to us that's like, I've got all these, all these, uh, role-playing games on PDF that I always forget I have, and I never read them. And it's like, how are you going to get any of this stuff done? You've got, I probably got, won't. You've got a know. mountain of minis <laughs> that need painting. You're never going to yeah. read those games. Nope. Don't you have what? a whole room for those minis now? I do. I do. <laughs> um, when, when I die, I'm quite certain that my daughter, um, whether she wants them or not, will be inheriting a gigantic pile of unpainted minis, painted minis I'm, as well, but unpainted minis as both kinds both kinds painted and basically yeah whether she wants them or not i don't know maybe i'll dispose of them before that um we'll see by dispose i mean sell or give away (laughs) i'm 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 finding that there's there's not much of a market for um 
there's not much of a market for um aftermarket minis anymore oh sure you can you can uh, you can sell them here's a thousand here's fifty dollars yep yep here's because, here's a thousand, because thousand the, the place that's going to buy them from you already has 987 of those miniatures they have too many of them yep they're buying that fifty dollars worth of you know of a thousand minis off you to get that you know dozen or so that like oh this one i can you know we can we don't have this one we can sell it for some money whatever blah 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 yeah right like yeah beanie babies everybody Beanie babies are worth money, right? <laughs> Remember all oh that? Oh my god! Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Collectibles aren't going to be you. You can collect them. You can have them. You can love it. You can you know have your collection and love that. But having that collection be worth money. Yeah, it's yep. really hard. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, exactly. Only very specific things in very specific condition. Yep. Unopened, unplayed with, generally unmolested. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, yep. And I don't, you know, if I'm going to buy something like that, I believe in opening it. I want to, I want to like open it up and touch it. So, you want to touch it and love it and hug it? Yeah. And and maybe eventually paint it. (laughs) If it's unpainted, eventually paint it. Yes. (laughs) So, um, yeah, that's, that's a lot of what I've been doing. Um, I've also been spending a lot of time, uh, probably too much time playing, uh, um, the new Magic the Gathering Arena, which is Magic the Gathering Online. Um, although, like many things online, um, it is its experience, the experience of Magic the Gathering, while they did an awesome job of recreating the game in a, uh, in a digital format, um, it, it's ruined by all the a-holes that are out there on the internet because, you know... <laughs> Um, <laughs> like so many that, things are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and uh, a couple of weeks ago, I I rage quit Overwatch. <laughs> yeah, R- yeah. Rage after quitting. I did, after I did fun. my after I did my placement matches, um, I just and so you do ten placement matches in Overwatch, and then you get your your season ranking. And as you continue playing during a season, your ranking can go up or down. And your ranking will also determine who else you can play with. So if your ranking, like in my case, is too low, you might not be able to play with friends who are either much better at the game or just got luckier in the team, in the people that they got uh, uh, managed to get teams with, uh, teamed up with during their placement matches. Like in my case, I had three games in a row where I either had people throwing the game. Um, and imagine that, assholes on the internet throwing games on purpose. Jeez. That sounds like a lot of fun. Wow. And that I avoided for a long time because of that very reason. I cannot stand playing games online with other people online because of that. Um, but somebody else convinced me to play Overwatch, so I did. Yeah. Guess what, Ray? And, a year from now, somebody's going to haul you into an online game again. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, and I've not had a lot of very much, I have not had very much luck with a lot of games lately. Um, some, uh, some friends in my Wednesday night D&D game gave me uh, the God of War um uh whichever the it's the i think it's the fourth one the one with the the kid that runs around with with the uh with the main character and uh i couldn't get past the first big battle like you run into this troll and i just couldn't figure out how to get past it so i tossed it uh picked up destiny 2 couldn't could barely get out of the starter zone toss that game aside so um <laughs> to uh, someone's getting uh, old well that's it that's what that's exactly i don't have, I don't have any patience for this 
Yeah, well, that's what it is. It's like I'm, you know, why I don't want to have to sit here and I put God of War on easy mode, and I and like, you know, I don't want a challenge. I just want a story, and I still couldn't beat the freaking troll. So, uh, yeah. So I don't know. My 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 console and PC gaming days maybe uh, maybe slowly drying up. We'll see. Uh, I'm not going to go out without a fight, though. Let's see, Mike. Anything interesting in your life? Other than spending lots and lots of money, <laughs> yeah, I went I for went, the holidays. Uh, I enjoyed Black Friday yesterday as we record this a little bit too much. <laughs> <laughs> I did all but, of my shopping online. I didn't leave. Well, so did I. I was on Black yeah, Friday. That's what I bought. Ar- I bought RPGs. I like. Hey, I bought I'll all buy a bunch of PDFs. I bought all my Christmas presents for everyone, including me. <laughs> and I figured out what to do for the la- the last part of my nerdy secret Santa thing that I'm doing with somebody I don't know. For I work? In- I got into it. No, well, no, no. This nerdy is secret Santa. Online is- group of gamer dorks who organize and do a secret Santa thing. And I have to ship oh. something to Michigan. Wait, did you, you signed up for this so. on purpose? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thought it'd be okay. Fun. <laughs> okay. I don't have enough friends. <laughs> I need to. I need to find people that are going to send me stuff. <laughs> Ooh, I bought a um I bought uh I was I was going to get an ugly Christmas sweater because we have um Jeez. we're going to a dinner theater for my office party, holiday party in a, in a few weeks and uh, we're supposed to dress festively mm-hmm. and casually and so like they, they 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 literally said they said jeans and like a Christmas like a holiday sweater. And so immediately <laughs> we were all like so we're all going to get ugly sweaters, right? <laughs> No, this, you got to get the one with the adats on it, you know, like with the adats with there Santa. You go, yeah, on. you've seen that one, right? Yeah, yeah, I think I have. Yeah. But, it's uh, all snowing. Yep. <laughs> but I had, you know, you because adats marching across yeah. your chest. Because everybody has, well, it's nerdy, but everybody has ugly sweaters now. Yeah, and uh, and for the past few years, the uh, Green Bay Packer Pro Shop online has had Packer ugly sweaters. <laughs> sure. So I went and I looked at this year's. Uh, this year's um offerings and they did have one it was like 68 dollars i think 62 65 somewhere around there but i don't like sweaters i'm always hot no matter where i go mm-hmm. i literally do not own any sweaters <laughs> this would be your one and only sweater the, right so i'm like i don't really want to buy a sweater because i'll just end up taking it off but it had lights and um a speaker and uh it, oh, was, one, it was one of those okay. yeah i don't know what the sound effects were but it was like the you were in inside lambo field and it light and it lit it would light up and then the speakers would make noise i'm assuming they're chanting go pack go. i was gonna say it's gonna be bum, crowd bum, noise ba-da, ba-da, go pack go yeah so um but yeah no and, and it was bluetooth controlled through your app on your phone and i'm like that's eh, a bit too much but they did have um Jeez. Like a uh, like a short sleeve button up, you know, a camp shirt, like a like a Hawaiian shirt mm-hmm. with an ugly print that had Packer logos and uh, snowflakes and Santa hats and ornaments on it. So I did buy that. We'll see. We'll see what that looks like <laughs> when it arrives. But um, take a photo, put it on the website. Well, I can just show you the web web page. Um, no, I want to <laughs> see you in it. Nah, <laughs> with a big goofy grin on. <laughs> Oh boy. Is it news time? I guess. What's news, Mike? Thanks, Craig. Did you hear about the well we I don't know if we talked about this at the beginning of the show or before the show, but there was the uh E. coli on romaine lettuce. Yeah, yeah. And um 
There was also, last week, there was E. coli and ground beef again. This is even larger than the last ground beef recall. You can't have a hamburger with uh, you can't have a hamburger with romaine with your, lettuce on your on your turkey on the sandwich. It's yeah. instant death. <laughs> um, yeah, this was a uh, hundred thousand pounds of ground beef from Swift Ground Beef, um, Swift Beef Company. Excuse me, two thousand pound bulk pallets. We talked about the packaging mm-hmm. last time. Two thousand pound bulk pallets. A, a ton of beef. Eight literally a a imperial ton of beef. Right, that's, that's a lot of meat, and then a whole bunch of uh, different eight to ten pound plastic wrap. Yeah, care to complete that? No, chubs. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> more chubs. Wait, hold, on. hold on, if it's the tubes, yeah, tubes of meat. Wait for it. If it's beef that is that is uh, poisoned by a coli bacteria, would that and it's a, and it's a ton of beef. That is literally a shit ton. <laughs> awesome. Yes. Yep. Just dump it out. It's no good. <laughs> it's <laughs> oh man. Speaking of Christmas gifts, uh, buying stuff on Black Friday. Anybody about to uh, go out and get that new version of Monopoly? No. Oh, whatever. Monopoly for millennials. Monopoly has officially run out of things to wrap their game around. Did you see this, Ray? I have not. Um, there is there is a Cthulhu version of Monopoly out there. There's there's if you can think of it, there's, there's a, a version of Monopoly. It's yeah. ridiculous. It's gotten really out of hand. What's funny about this is uh, <laughs> they pissed off millennials by making fun of them with this game. Well, millennials <laughs> millennials are getting a little upset about being made fun of. All the time and it's blame like, for everything we, the way it is. I know. Can, can we start making fun of Gen, Gen Z now, please? Like, if, yeah, gotta wait four more years. <laughs> <laughs> gotta wait till they enter the workforce and the uh, they're buying stuff. Yeah, so you don't can't buy, blame you, the nine year olds right now. You don't. You, you, you don't you, worry. You will get to. <laughs> you don't buy property in this game because and and the because game says this at some point homes. because millennials can't afford to buy any any homes and or or, or don't want to. Yeah, here it is. Forget real estate. You can't, can't afford, afford it anyway. Yeah. And uh, adulting is hard. You deserve a break from the rat race. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rather than collecting the most money, the game prompts players to collect experiences, <laughs> including visiting a friend's couch, <laughs> That's go- ridiculous. going to a vegan bistro, and hitting a week-long meditation retreat. Game pieces include a hashtag and a crying emoji. Now, see, my theory Jeez. behind this and and Hasbro came out with a statement saying, um, "Hey, we didn't, we, you know, we had millennials on our staff that made this, and we weren't trying to insult oh, anybody." Oh, it's and ironic. I I think that they are that millennials are not the target audience for this. I think um, Gen X is the target audience yeah, for this, game. probably, <laughs> so that they can all sit around and complain about the younger generation. How many? Well, or you'll you'll get some millennials that'll buy it because it'll be funny. It'll be kitschy. You know, they'll buy it. Like somebody'll buy it. They'll bring it up. Right. Bring their friends ironic. all over. They'll right. play it one time yep. to just kind of chuckle. Hey, look at how stupid this is, and that'll be it. And they'll put it up in their uh, in their shelves next to all the other games they don't play, and they'll they'll play. You know, they'll continue to play the games that people my age and younger do play, at least in the geeky realm, which are not things made by Hasbro unless they're D and D. 
<laughs> or magic. <laughs> right. <laughs> but they'll play, you know, Settlers of Catan and Ticket to Ride and, you know, a billion other board games that are much more entertaining. Yep. So uh, speaking of that, um, there is a great little game that I picked up for Kaylee and I called My Little Scythe. And it's uh, got these anthropomorphic uh, characters and they're competing in a contest to deliver gems and apples to the the castle. Um, apparently the creator um, had originally designed it with a My Little Pony theme, but uh, the... And I and I believe it's Hasbro, not 100% certain off of, of that, but the My Little Pony, people that own the rights to My Little Pony said, yeah, no. Uh, so this guy ended up kind of altering it to just give it generic uh, anthropomorphic animals. And uh, it's been quite, uh, made quite a splash in the nerdy gaming community. Why is it a, a scythe? Um, I, I'm not quite certain about that. That Maybe seems... Kind of not very very family friendly. <laughs> well, I mean, you don't you and, and you don't use a scythe to um, harvest apples, right? You know, so yeah, I'm not. I was. I'm, <laughs> I'm a little confused by the name myself. Myself. So we but, don't know what the, the the meaning behind that is. I don't know. Maybe it's some hidden druidic thing. <laughs> I don't know. Or it's just you know, hey, it's got C in it, so we can it's, use the scythe to. In place of the letter C. Well, stuff happens like that. Like, uh, there was a company out there that made a card game, card game idea that they pitched, I believe, initially to Marvel. They might have pitched it to DC as well. And they may have even pitched it to, like, a couple of the other smaller comic uh, companies, like the, the indie ones. And everybody said no. And they said, okay, well, we'll make it ourselves. And they invented their own, uh, their own universe. And they invented their, you know, they basically made their own characters. They have now got a card game with multiple expansions. They've put out a comic book. There's a role-playing game coming up right now. It's called Sentinels of the Multiverse. And it's incredibly popular amongst the gaming crowd. Sentinels? Sentinels of the Multiverse. And they created their own whole, like just out of a card game, they built a, um, a world because you, you, everybody plays as a different character. It's a, it's a cooperative game. You play against the game. Everybody plays together as a superhero team against the game. Um, and there's a whole bunch of different villains and a whole bunch of different card decks for different heroes. And you, you create, you have your card deck for your hero and you can do all the things that your hero can do. And there's like a variant that's kind of like, well, this is our version of Batman. This is our version of Superman. This is our version of Iron Man. This is our version of, you know, Green Arrow. This is our version of Black Widow, all that stuff. And, uh, and now they've, they've done comics that tell like the whole story of these characters. They've created whole backstories. There's a role-playing game. That's mm, if it's not out, it's going to be soon. I ran into, I actually met the creator, uh, the guy who was putting together the, uh, RPG at PAX Unplugged a year ago. I have a photo with him. Both of us with big stupid grins on our face. <laughs> Cause that's what you do when you meet people at game conventions. You don't sit there and look dour. You put a big smile on your face. <laughs> Hey, look at who I'm meeting. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, people do that. And like they pitch it to, and then, and then they, they do it and they have their, their success with it. And then the company that they pitch to says, well, hey, we should, that sounded like a really good idea. We should make a thing like that. And then they give it to their game developers who are people who make things like Monopoly. Yep. And they make a crappy game. Yep. yep. Whereas, yep. whereas some people who have IPs get like, you know, Cryptozoic to make their IP based game like that Ghostbusters game you have that was made by an honest to goodness really good <laughs> board game making company yeah 
like an indie, you know, like a, I don't want to say indie, but you know, like a, a more of a, a gamer oriented company. They don't make clue. <laughs> <laughs> I have a um, Dungeons and Dragons clue game. Of course that, you do. Yeah. I've got an <clears throat> Alfred Hitchcock clue game that somebody gave to me once like, Hey, Craig likes yeah. Hitchcock movies. Here's the clue board game. I'm like, who sucks? <laughs> I stopped I've playing got, that when I was 14. I've got a Game of Thrones clue game. Yeah. And yep. guess what? Everybody killed him. <laughs> <laughs> after, after everybody slept with him. Yep. Right. Well, and what's funny is it's actually yeah. says... <laughs> Male or female, it's just all right. sorts of sex going Why on. Why not? <laughs> Mr. Body got, uh, <laughs> got, got it on with all of them. <laughs> 18 and up, it says. <laughs> Although it would be it would be Sir Body, right? S E R Sir S-E-R Body. S E R Body, sure. <laughs> I mean Sir. What else is this, Craig? Oh boy. Um Oh, where's the beginning of it? Here we go. A man had the wedding of his dreams to a woman who doesn't exist. Earlier this month, a thirty five year old man got hitched to a singing hologram that uses a voice voice synthesizer to perform in sold out shows worldwide. What country do you think this comes oh, from? I, I know. Ray, you Ray, go ahead. Go ahead. What, what country do you think this comes from? A man married a hologram. The hologram performs in singing shows. Japan. There you go. I had this in my news somewhere, and I, I don't know what happened to it. <laughs> Atsune Miku is the, is the, uh, the singer, and uh, Akihiko Kondo um, got hitched. Um, yeah, I got married to a hologram. I've got marriage news. <laughs> um, I've got another one that's marriage based. Um, I'm skipping my other millennial news because um, it wasn't that fun. He said, <laughs> he said, he said, I've never cheated on her. I've always been in love with Miku-san. Um, I've been thinking about her every day. Miku doesn't exactly live with Kondo either, except as a talking hologram floating in a $2,800 desktop device in his Tokyo home. Doesn't he he have another version of her? Like he has a doll version of her that he, he has a doll can carry that he, around that he, that he, or that he, sleep with or well, I mean, you know, cuddle with in bed <laughs> as he falls asleep. Well, if he's smart, he's got like a you know, James Franco on 30 Rock style full, full length is. body pillow with her printed on it like James Franco did on 30 Rock. He had a fake relationship with Jenna to dis- to distract um the paparazzi from the fact that he was having some sort of weird relationship with a body pillow <laughs> with with a woman named Kamiko printed on the body pillow. Wow. <laughs> and, uh, at the end of the episode there's a three-way. Um <laughs> not kidding. Love that show. Uh so yeah, he you know, he got uh, married to a hologram. I guess there are multiple people who have done this. So I guess it's a, a polyamory sort of thing. That's cool for holograms. They're, they don't have, that's not the, hasn't been outlawed or anything weird like that. Two dimensional wow. characters can't cheat, age, or die. Forget that Jane Krakowski was in vacation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she stirs the Kool Aid with her arm. <laughs> yeah. Gets a, Audrey hooked on weed. <laughs> she remarks something about how her uncle said she's the best kisser. Or something. Her dad. Like, that's her, her dad. Her dad said it's, that. it's Randy said, Quaid. Yeah. And he said that. 
Yeah, he said she's wow. a good kisser. He, he said she's she's the best French French kisser. Yeah. <laughs> As they're on, I believe, on the seesaw. On the seesaw, that's right. <laughs> and they're having a conversation with Audrey. Anyway, you want to hear the other marriage story? Yeah. Um. Oh, what's her name here? Amethyst realm. Ooh. Amethyst realm. Thirty what? years old. That's a name. That's Amethyst, name. Amethyst realm. realm. It sounds like it sounds like a like a, a dimension like a, in a in a geeky board game, right? Or a video game. I, I've yeah. gone to the Amethyst or an, or an RPG. Yeah. yeah. All of the above. Thirty years old of Bristol says she had she has had sex with at least twenty what? Oh no. Ghosts. There you go. Yeah, I just Googled it. Sorry. <laughs> okay, that's not that's not as bad as what I was thinking. Since she was a teenager and uh, wasn't looking for a new relationship when she went to Australia on a business trip and uh yeah, met an Australian ghost. And uh Crikey She's uh she's engaged to him. Really? <laughs> how how old is the ghost? Well, um how old is he like when he died or how old is he? How old is he? How old is he? How old is he? <laughs> um I can't find that. Oh my god. When it came I'm time I'm looking for to... a number. I'm looking for a number and I can't find one. When it came time to fly back to England, yeah. Realm was worried she would have to leave her new lover behind since ghosts tend to stick to one place. Yet, once she boarded the plane, Realm said she felt the spirit's presence and realized he was coming along for the ride. I was happy and excited. So excited that we had to do something about it, she claimed. Oh, the Mile High Club with the ghost? Yeah. So we headed to the plane loo, and well, I am now a member of the Mile High Club. Wow. Could have just done that in her seat, right? So, yeah. Does she have a, does she have a... As long as she keeps it kind of relatively quiet. <laughs> wow. Unless he does, or unless he's a fully formed free floating vapor <laughs> where you actually see him like Slimer. Or is he or is he completely slime. yeah, completely invisible? Well he better be more than a full torso vaporous apparition. <laughs> That's what it is. Right? Yep, yep. <laughs> or a class five full roaming vapor. Real nasty one too. <laughs> yeah. A couple plans well, to do a pagan hand fasting ceremony in which their hands are tied together, symbolizing their connection. She said, it'll be somewhere in the English countryside. We haven't discussed the details yet, but I think it will be quite a big do. Do you need special rope for that? Or string? Imagine it's got like no. a charge on it, so it uh, needs to be made clings of... to his ectoplasm wrist. Something like that. Somewhere there's a psychologist going, hmm, I'd like to study this. I want to know: uh, Does she have a, a book deal or a reality show? Oh, it's or coming. A website, at least. Yep. yep. That would be hilarious. Death do us part. <laughs> <laughs> how does how does that work? They have to they have to change the vows, right? They can't do death do till death do till death do us till part. death do we become even more married. I guess. Right. Wow. Jeez. And imagine if it doesn't work out. You know, you want to go divorce, divorce the ghost, and you know, there are couples out there that leave, break up. You know? Yeah, there are couples yeah. out there that break up, and one of them wants out, and the other one really doesn't, and yeah. that one plagues the other one. Imagine if she wants Ooh. out, and then that ghost says, "Uh, uh-uh. uh." Yeah, yeah, she's Talk haunted about, for the rest of her life, and then a stalker, possibly Ooh. after. So, her like, life. well, like five years from now, we're gonna have a story of. Like mysterious kind of deaths ex- in Bristol of like this this one woman's boyfriends keep dying. 
under mysterious <laughs> circumstances. And she's wow. gonna blame it. She's gonna blame it on the ghost, but yet somehow they keep dying of antifreeze poisoning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I had three boyfriends that drank antifreeze. It's the weirdest thing. <laughs> Next, more England-ish news, Great Britain sure. news. Hey, have you? Do you guys watch the BBC America? You know, or occasionally, yeah. Occasionally. I watch almost no TV. No TV. They've been advertising um, dart championships. Like, sure. It's a sporting event, but Mm -hmm. it's like people throwing darts. Yep. I don't know why this is a big deal or why there's a show about it now. (laughs) I mean, I understand why there's a show about it because there's a show about everything. But why is it on BBC America? It's a big thing in the UK, I guess. Darts. I yeah. haven't. I haven't really looked into it. That Mitchell much. Mitchell and Webb did a recurring bit on the on that Mitchell and Webb look where they were making fun of the commentators who were drunk and talking about billiards competitions in the sixties and seventies. Sure. And it's this recurring bit that they did like every four episodes. There'd be it's this. Just, it seems two, like it's just it, there was a time when billiards was a sure. huge thing, and that you know in America. Like go it's, back to the seventies. It was no, bowling. bowling. No, like, this seems like yeah, their version of bowling. Like the blue collar yeah. sport, you know, com- com- competitive bar sport yeah. type of thing or blue collar sport that at some point, yeah, becomes yeah. a thing. Yeah. So here we have a story about a, a dart championship. Um, headline: Something doesn't smell right. Farting controversy clouds dart championship. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd like this, Ray. Two pro dart players have accused each other of farting on stage during a match in England this week, casting a cloud of controversy over the heralded tournament. It'll take me two nights to lose this smell from my nose, Dutch player Wesley Harms fumed. That's three now. After getting blown away, that's four, ten to two by Scotland's Gary Anderson at the Grand Slam of darts in Wolverhampton. (laughs) Wolverhampton. Yeah. That's one of the best Hamptons. Yeah. <laughs> right after uh, East Hampton and West Hampton, right? Um, Harms chalked up his foul play to a, oh. quote, that's five, fragrant smell, which he deduced came from the Scotsman's bowels. That would be <laughs> Gary Anderson. <laughs> but Anderson, who has admitted to passing gas during matches in the past, insisted he was innocent. No, he said... The who smelt it, dealt it? Uh, Anderson said, If the boy thinks I've farted, he's 1,010% wrong. <laughs> I swear on my children's lives that it was not my fault. I had a bad stomach once on stage before and admitted it, so I'm not going to lie about farting on stage. Usually if I fart on stage, I shit myself. <laughs> I've told you that before. <laughs> The second time he's told the story, at least. <laughs> Usually. Usually. <laughs> wow. He's got a history of crapping himself. Oh my I've got God. a history of crapping myself on stage, lad. <laughs> We've talked about this. Do you see, oh, Jesus do you see Christ. a stain in the seat of my pants right now? No, that's because I didn't fart when I farted the shit myself on stage. Fart. 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 I can't fart. roll my arse. That train had passengers. <laughs> and for the record, next time you do a Scottish accent and you want to use the S-bomb, it's shite. Well, it's okay. It's S-dash-t on yeah, this. So. but it's, it's still going to be shite. Well, it would be S-dash-t-dash then. No, it wouldn't. 
Watchmen's full of shite. <laughs> so wait, I have to bleep out the shits, but not the shites, right? Is that how this works? It's up to you, man. Okay. As far as I'm concerned, you can stop bleeping things on this show altogether. <laughs> I don't care. We miss it so often. <laughs> really? <laughs> Two midgets shitting in a bucket. Oh, come on. That was from like four years ago. Still my favorite. I, I try. I really try hard. I listened to the episode twice, okay? It's more than anyone else. <laughs> you don't need to. You don't need to. You can stop, I know. You can stop bleeping. I don't okay. care. But what if, uh, what if that, that kid from the first Andocon with the, with, the, with the interesting name, what if his younger brother is listening? Because, of not course, he's, he's old enough now to not have to worry about it's it. It's not my problem, lad. <laughs> All right. Yeah, the British press has swooned over the colonic controversy, that's six, calling it Fartgate. Fartgate. <laughs> yeah, everything's with a gate, sure. Yeah. UK's Professional Darts Corporation chairman, Barry Hearn, quipped, We've got to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> Something doesn't smell right. That's seven and eight. All right. Yeah, I was going to say bottom. That's a... That's bottom. A, is bottom. Bottom. That's, bottom. That's, that's, a, that's a shite joke right there. Mm-hmm. But Fanny, that's something else entirely. Yeah. Now I'm Irish. <laughs> See, it just goes all over the place. I can't quite, control it. You're not quite Irish, lad, but you're close. <laughs> oh, God. Maybe that's what the accent is uh, near those uh, distilleries in that part of Scotland that's like right across from Ireland. Maybe that's what they sound like there. Maybe. Maybe. Is that it? Are we done with news? Sure. Okay. Nothing's going to top that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hey, wait. No, no, no. Real quick. Study. Study. Study time. Uh, men with beards are more attractive, according to a True. Study. True. Ray? Uh, Ray, you're taking way too long to answer that, beard guy. Well, you know, hey, so here's here's the story I heard. <laughs> wow, right? wow, here, wow. Here, hold on. Wait, wait, Seriously. wait. Three guys yeah. with beards. All we were looking for was a consensus. Yes. And, okay. Right. Yeah. All right. But here's, here's the thing. I okay. was told. I was sold. On the fact that, hey, single dad, you know, you're gonna have you're just gonna have women running up to you in the grocery store. It's and- like it's like when you when you're single and a guy and you have a dog and you walk your dog in the dog part, all the all the women come up with a kid. It's like that times a hundred, right? Supposedly, yes, right. And then they said, then they tell me if you shave your head and you grow a beard and you wear a Spartan T-shirt, you're gonna have women like running up to you and just falling all over the place has yet to happen in two years now however <laughs> comma, i have gotten plenty comma. of compliments i have gotten plenty of compliments <laughs> i have gotten plenty of compliments on the bald head and the beard um and i've gotten plenty of compliments on how cute and adorable keely is but that has yet to even translate into here's my phone number call me do we need to workshop this we need, we need to figure this out you're today. asking the wrong guy <laughs> How do you get a date? Uh, you're asking. You're, you're, don't look at me. I was picked. I well, was I, chosen I, by the, the woman with all the power and the decision making. <laughs> you over here. You're mine. Okay. I, I would love for that to happen. I don't, but, know, I don't know why that happens. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I didn't maybe have I a beard at the time. It. I don't know. Well, see, there you go. Uh, my brother is convinced. My brother is convinced mm, that so. uh, that I did have a beard that, while we worked there a little bit of the time. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Um, I keep hearing that it's that it's a, a a sexy thing, that it's a good thing, that women like it. But um, 
I'm going to I'm going to say this, Ray. I'm going to offer this little bit of advice. Your little wishy-washy on the beard thing, maybe they sense a lack of confidence. <laughs> and that perhaps is it. <laughs> Although that beard that you're sporting right now is certainly not wishy-washy on being a beard. That no, is that an is an awesome a, beard. That is a great beard. Thank you. Send us a photo. We got to put it online. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll do a screen cap here. <laughs> Smile. Hey. Are you done? <laughs> we're gonna did, put. Did you hear it? <laughs> yeah. We're gonna put that. We're gonna put that up on the Nerdburger website, and in a couple of weeks, you are going to be drowning in pussy. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Hey, that was terrible. Why did I say that? Jeez, I'm not like that at all. And I'm single. Really? Really? Single? Yes. Really. <laughs> so stray cats all over the neighborhood are going to come to your front door. Oh, I've already got. I've already got that happening. <laughs> anyway, Cloverfield. 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 It's it's a Godzilla movie, so I always want to call it Cloverfield. Right? It's a Godzilla movie. Sure. I think we're going to talk about the Cloverfield movies. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah. Spoilers, everybody. If you haven't seen the Cloverfield movies and you plan to just screw off right now because this is probably the end of the episode. (laughs) So there's a 2008's uh, Cloverfield. And then that started it all. And then 2016's 10 Cloverfield Lane. Mm-hmm. And then uh, what's this uh, Netflix one that's on there now? The Cloverfield Paradox. Paradox. So that's right. 2018. Yeah. Now, um, I have seen the first two, but not the Netflix one. But go ahead and spoil same, it. Same here. Right. Ah, okay. Well, I think the, I think that the Cloverfield Paradox kind of tie, it doesn't really tie them together, but it, it's, I don't know. It, you can definitely tell it's the same universe. Um, it's uh, same but different than both those movies. Uh, and there, there's some there's some monster stuff going on. I was gonna say, and, is there like an alien or monster kind of thing going on? Because yeah, that yeah, would there, be the thing that's tying it together. But that doesn't mean it's tying together all the movies. That just or means in the it's same like, universe because it's another universe that just happens to have this kind of monster. In well, yeah, it. I didn't but, even think that it was the same aliens in Ten Cloverfield Lane that was that no, were in I don't Cloverfield. Think so. No, I think there's nothing yeah. about. Cloverfield and 10 Cloverfield Lane, nothing made me think they were in the same universe. No. Yeah. Other I wouldn't than the either. fact that they both had monsters. Right. And I, and I would not have known that they were in the same universe but other than Cloverfield like, Paradox tried to do something where it tried to hint at an yeah, idea, maybe. Okay. Yeah. So, so, um, they, uh, astronauts use a, um, a particle accelerator and they, like you do. Like you do, yeah, you know, and suddenly you've got Gamma World. Um, so, <laughs> um, it's it, yeah, they they use this particle accelerator and they uh, and it's called the Cloverfield Station, by the way. Um, and they end up traveling into an alternate universe. So, uh, the the test causes other realities to open up on their home Earth, uh, which. Uh, it's like creating supernatural attacks across time. And then that's where the kind of the tie-in is. Okay. okay. So that is, perhaps, that does kind of explain that is the connect how, tissue. how the first two yes. could be. Yes. Linked. Gotcha. Yep. And there's, and there's some pretty weird stuff. I mean, I, I, I rather enjoyed it um, for what it was, you know, it's a Netflix movie. So uh, you know, you've, you've watched the first two, I think you probably would find some enjoyment out of the third one. Um, and uh, what I did not know until looking this up on uh, Wikipedia is apparently there are future movies planned to be 
released in this uh, in this clover verse. <laughs> well, they've yeah. I mean, they did the first movie, then it took forever, but then they did the second one. They both treated those kind of the same way, where they were the movies got made really secretly, secretly. and then they were virally marketed without big ad campaigns, but rather on, <clears throat> online kind of stuff. And then suddenly they were there. Yep. Um, and, uh, you know, and they're, they're, you know, they both have their budgets, but they're, they're not, you know, they're not Marvel movies. They don't have like ridiculous budgets. So they, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, realistically, you know, money wise, they could, they could pull that sort of thing off. And so I, I think they both, the first two, I, at least I think they did. Okay. The first not one, huge money makers, but they did all right. The first one, uh, cause I was reading this while I was watching it. <laughs> is uh it was 25 million to make and it made 180 there you go so that's pretty good yeah 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 so apparently now to to make this very topical um apparently overlord the movie the, the world war ii movie that's out right now was widely speculated to be the fourth film in the series during its production nope sorry it doesn't have the word cloverfield in the title uh, yeah, but Abrams eventually denied the rumors but confirmed an unrelated fourth cloverfield film to be in development. Yeah, so it's going to be it's going to be a true and dedicated sequel to the first film, which I'm very excited about. I really liked the first The film. first the first one is really good. Yes. Now the Overlord, it's obviously it would have been called Cloverlord, right? <laughs> if, if it were in the same universe. Or maybe Overfield. Or, or Overfield, Cloverlord <laughs> Overfield. <laughs> okay. He's a, a British soldier of uh wealthy ancestry. Hello, I'm Clover Lord Overfield. <laughs> Overfield Clover Lord, sir. At the beginning, sir, Esquire right. at the end. Exactly. Yeah. Ah, well, but, but he's got to have. If he's in the military, he's got to have a military rank. So tell Major, him, Captain Major Sir Overfield, sir. Yeah. Reporting for DJ. <laughs> um, tell us more about this uh, sequel to the first one. Uh, well, uh, there's not. We don't know anything. Is, is Mama? Is Mama going to show up? Mama. You know that well, that's, that's the rumor. There was something that was that was floated around out there for a while, and it might have been leaked out by J.J. Abrams and something. And I don't remember specific. You might have to go look it up. But the discussion, the idea was that the monster, the gigantic monster yeah. that comes up out of the ocean and smashes the living hell out of New York City, uh-huh. is a baby, and <laughs> that is why it is losing its mind because it has oh, been separated boy. from its mother. Well, what are all the things falling off of it? Just it's parasites. parasites. They are, they're not related to it. They're not like that wasn't it procreating. They looked nothing like the giant monster. Yeah. They were little spider things. things. Yeah. I thought the face and the head was kind of similar, but well, maybe not anyway. Just cuz just cuz they're from the same planet. Yeah, so um and supposedly if you go Mama's if you watch somewhere. if you watch the beginning of the movie again, if you go back and watch the beginning, it's you at remember the end. It's the the thing you're thinking of is at the end. Oh, the thing where you right where you can see there's something like there's something falls out falls of the sky. The, that's supposedly the that's what when they're on the Ferris wheel and Cone Island. Okay. Island. Yep, yeah, yep, that's yep. at the end. I know this because I just it, watched right, it. Right, but it takes so. place before the events of the story because the, he's recording yes, over over other something else stuff from previous. Yeah, yes, it's all it's found footage on a camcorder. Right, where they actually spend the time talking about why that why uh, um, T.J. Miller's character. Um, HUD HUD is uh, is recording all this stuff. He's like, it's you know, testimonials he, for yes, a goodbye yeah. party. <laughs> well, right, but then why he keeps filming? Why does, why he doesn't just run for his effing life? Oh yeah, he 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 says that I'm documenting. Yeah, it's like he people makes are going to want to see this. People are going to want to know. People, how, people need to know. People need to know how this happened. 
Yeah. He's probably got the most lines in that movie, but the the least amount of screen time. Yeah, well, his <laughs> his screen time doesn't come until the end when everything goes poorly. <laughs> no, occasionally he turns the camera on. That's true. On you do see a little bit. You catch him in a mirror every so often. Yeah. Um so even on looking on Cinema Blend, um, they don't really know anything about it other than the fact that there's one coming out. No, it's very simple. If J.J. Abrams wants this to be a secret, it's It'll gonna be, be a secret. secret. Yeah, because he's he's pretty good at doing that. Um, and he's known for doing it. And so the people that get involved with doing something with him are gonna be like, oh, okay, this is gonna be a secret. Okay, he's not kidding. This is yeah. we're keeping this under wraps, yep. and we're gonna keep our yaps shut about it. That's 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 great, JJ. We wouldn't expect anything less. But go, go on, tell tell us more about it. <laughs> no, I'm not going to tell you anything. I don't know what you're talking about. You but, know the secrets. But JJ, the secrets thing too. You know, I mean, you know the story behind Luke. I am your father. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, where Hans, Harrison yeah. Ford was pissed off that like At, Luke had it, kept that Mark Hamill had kept that from him for a year or year yeah. plus. Approached him at the premiere and said something like, Why don't you fucking tell me? Right? Something like that. Like, well, I couldn't. <laughs> George asked me not to. Only three people knew <laughs> me, George, and the editor. Or, and, and James Earl Jones. <laughs> anyway, yeah. And 10 Cloverfield Lane was pretty solid. I mean, yeah. John Goodman, man, he's oh, so yeah. good. He's always he was, so good. He was. I like so- John Goodman. That, creepy in that movie super creepy and it's like the whole movie i mean almost until the very end it's just little misdirections here and there you really don't you're right there with the the um the main female character right like 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 not really believing that this is really happening Mary elizabeth right. thank you is is this happening or is this not happening the yeah she normally yeah. acts a lot with her eyes but in this movie where she's she's not talking for like the first half of it it's like 95 percent acting with eyes his big eyes. Yeah, she, she did a great job. Um, I really like her as an actress. Mm-hmm. I think I, I'm, a, what was I'm the, a fan. What was the What was the turning point for you where you started thinking maybe this is really going on? <laughs> when I saw the alien, <laughs> I was like, literally, I like, I was oh. like, I, I was always kind of, oh, well, I'm not, I don't know, I'm not yeah. sure, and everything. I wasn't but I didn't, even sure I didn't when commit. the when the 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 neighbor woman comes up to the door with the melting face. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, like, I didn't commit nah, until yeah, that, like she could be in on it with him. <laughs> I didn't, I, yeah, I just, I didn't commit to it until I like literally had proof because it was yep. just like it was yep. so much misdirection, and that's fine. I, I, I like going along on the ride for that. I don't, I don't need to figure the movie out. Right. I'll I'll happily go back and watch it again and find like okay, here's a moment, here's a moment, here's a moment, you know, like when the clues, you know, go back and watch the movie that has the twist or whatever. Plus there were there were two that stuff out. mysteries going on. There was the mystery of whatever's happening outside and then there was the mystery of whatever the heck was supposed to be happening inside. With, yeah, like with uh the daughter. Good, yeah. Oh yeah, the daughter man. that wasn't the daughter. <laughs> or maybe he really had a daughter and then right. he also had then he also had the neighbor girl over. <laughs> and you're, you know, and you're, you're on this ride with Winstead's character as the protagonist. So you're kind of like, okay, I'm seeing everything through her eyes. And, right. and so like, you know, beyond John Goodman, the other guy that's in there is like, you know, Emmett? there's, there's Emmett. You're yeah. at times you're like, what's the deal with him? Like, right. is this, is like, is he, is he in on it with is him? He in or... on it? Is, is, is he actually yep. going yep. to, is he actually going to help her? Is he actually a sympathetic character or is this yeah. some sort of a facade or so you're, you're doubting it all the time. Up until that barrel. <laughs> Up until things go poorly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that barrel. 
So that that was that was the thing that I really liked about that movie was all the misdirection and like I, when that lady came up, then the neighbor came up and she like put her face and she's face is all melting. That was when I went, huh? Maybe there real something really did happen. But like you, I there was this part of me because of all the misdirection that had been going on. There was a part of me that kept thinking, you know what? Maybe maybe she's in on it with him. Well, it's somehow. one of those it's one of those things you get to a certain point in a movie where you're kind of. You're not sure, but you're you've been believing A. Like yeah. you're on the on, you're on this track of I believe A, mm-hmm. and every so often you're tempted to start believing B. And if you don't get pulled over to B, the longer you're believing A, the less likely you are to want to get pulled over there because then you have to. If it was A, then you have to admit, ah, oh, they fooled me. Mm-hmm. You know, they they got yeah. me off of my game. Where you just like, I'm going to commit. I'm going to stick with this thing. And it's like even when the person's face is melting, it's like well, no, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> Because if I if I if I go this direction and then I find out that there was an explanation that was like in line with what I was initially thinking, then I'm going to feel like an idiot a little bit, (laughs) a little bit. And that's, you know, a good filmmaker, the person that can present a good or not filmmaker, but just a good storyteller can do that. They can make you think, you know, there's there's things we've all watched, everybody that have, you know, you think (laughs) how many people who were watching Ray, you're you're far enough up to speed on Game of Thrones, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, Game I, of Thrones I, spoilers to everybody. I'm sure everybody who's listening to this knows <laughs> what I'm talking about. But there comes a point in like in that there's an episode in late in the third season where you're like, "Hey, everything's looking pretty good for Rob. <laughs> yeah. The war's going his favor, going in his direction. You know, he's finally he's gotten married. He's got a kid on the way. He's gotten his mom under control, where she was causing all sorts of problems. Like everything's under control. Go, Rob. Go, go, Rob. Go, go. Oh, oh, no. oh my God. Yeah. The and then you look, and then you look back at it and you're like, yeah, he deserved every last bit of that. It's like he he just he screwed people over. He yeah, he was not um, a good uh, insurrection manager. No, he wasn't. Um, <laughs> and it's a brutal world he lives in. And if he didn't realize that he was going to, that was going to bite him in the ass. But nobody thought that Walter Frey was going to suddenly find his balls <laughs> at, that, at that age. That's what it came down to. Walter Frey finally said, I've had enough of this. I don't care if I piss the gods off by breaking my oath mm-hmm. of hospitality. I'm getting mine. I'm I'm sure that a, a large influx of Lannister coin um helps yeah. sway his uh his decision as well. Well there's a big uh, and I'm sure that's that's a great deal of it, but there's a big part of it too that just like makes me feel like you know, he's set up the phrase are set up as like his his family has been crapped on for decades. That they're not good enough. They're not noble enough. They're not. In, they're, they're they're not a high house. You know. They're not one of this the seven kingdoms. They're just this these toll keepers at this river, at this bridge. And you know. And and people have been you know, dumped on him and his family for all this time. And he finally just says like screw it. But he himself though is really like when when you read the books he is super skeevy. Like yeah, and he's skeevy like, in the show, but he's like. But I mean, he like in the show, it was like, yeah, he was skeevy in the show, but in the books, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like about the only thing that was was off the menu for him was uh, a uh, a direct descendant, like like daughter, granddaughter. Outside of that, if it was, you know, kind of, if he was a, if, I got gotcha, you, I got gotcha. you, yeah. yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> But hey, I'm your uncle. Anyway, no <laughs> anyway, anyway, watch the Cloverfield movies, everybody. Yeah. 
and and, uh, and then get ready Game for that for that fourth one that may be coming or not. And you can just sit around and wait and wait and wait, and then suddenly it'll be it'll here. be there. <laughs> and you'll have no warning. Poof. Yep. It'll just appear. Hey, you know, there's there's movies that have managed to pull that off. You know, there's a lot of movies that try too, and they, there's a lot of things, not just movies, but things that try to get that viral kind of low budget, slow build that uh, I guess probably started with Blair Witch. Yeah, maybe seems yeah. might be the beginning of that. Yep. Um, that every was, so often, like you know, the, the joke on any sitcom is like somebody makes a video and it's like, okay, I want this to go viral. Viral. Yeah, yeah. you don't have it. You don't get a choice in that. It just does right. or it doesn't. You don't. Well, get I think to, it's a lot. It's a lot more it. difficult to get <laughs> things to go viral nowadays. Yeah, there's just so much out there. Well, even ten years ago, it wasn't. You couldn't plan for that. No, you couldn't plan for it, but not realistically. <laughs> you could yeah, plan, think, but you'd be wasting your time. I mean, there, and I, I think there's definitely a formula for what is going to go viral and what is not. Um, every now and then something will break that mold or will break out of that mold. And it's, it's like, it ends up being viral, but I mean, there's, there's a certain formula, but even with that formula, you don't know, it, it still has to have that certain je ne sais quoi about it that, that, that draws people into it. And one you know? of the, one of the best things that draws people into it is you kind of have to hit the cultural zeitgeist right at the moment when the, when the culture wants that thing but doesn't know that they want that thing and there yep. isn't something like that already that's just happened yep like the ghost story what name name the ghost story that was big around the time that Blair Witch came out the ghost story hadn't really been around in popular culture not big no the last time we had seen around a ghost stories were some of like the like really <laughs> early 90s stuff um we were in horror was in the realm of the self-referential you know, it was in the scream and post scream era. Yeah, yep. Yep. Where everything was was self referential and, and self aware. And then all of a sudden there was something that was like really gritty and found footage and and they started showing it and people were like, Is 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 this real? <laughs> you know, there, nobody knew that this was gonna be a thing until it suddenly was. And that's I think with viral stuff is like, you know, you can't have a viral uh ad campaign for a volcano movie when there's just been two volcano movies. Right. <laughs> no, just as an example. Right. Like if, oh, well, we've already had that thing. Oh, what's the, another one? All right. Whatever. You need to have actual volcanoes exploding <laughs> in real life. There needs to be, there needs to be, right? a, there needs to be a gap. There needs to be something missing and then you need to hit it at just the right moment. Yeah. And to plan for that is impossible because right. suddenly some, something else could suddenly come in and steal your thunder. Anyway. I'm done babbling about you that. You need to have the event du jour, right? Yeah, it's got to be just the right thing at just the right time. <laughs> no, I was just, you know, Ray, Ray said je ne sais quoi, and you said zeitgeist. I feel, felt like I had to come up with something. <laughs> Work that in there. Just jam it in there like you yeah, did? Mm-hmm. Just, just wedge it right in there, someplace where it really didn't belong. <laughs> anyway, what else we got? Questions? We do. We have uh, a Kevin question. Ooh. 87 question. Kevin says, I am due to update my driver's license this year. I usually get drunk for this picture, so if I am ever pulled over, nothing looks out of place. (laughs) I have been told... (laughs) I have been told that this is, quote, ridiculous and, quote, a waste of time. That would be by Mrs. Question, right? Probably. Probably Rachel, yeah. I think every... I like calling her Mrs. Question. I think every (laughs) little bit helps... Uh, and how could it hurt? 
Should I continue my practice of getting my licensed photo drunk? Thanks, Kevin. Well, as long as he's getting his getting the ride to get his license yeah, say, from yes, somebody as long else, he's got a ride there. Then whatever, I mean, get high. I, don't I think care. maybe that's. I think, <laughs> I think maybe that's where the conversation about it being ridiculous and a waste of time comes from. Honey, will you drive me to my? Sounds like it's just an excuse. Drive me to get my picture. Sounds like he's just looking for an excuse to get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> right. <It does. laughs> well, what? Why is it? Why is it a, wa- a waste of time? Because you're, he's never going to get actually pulled over. Drunk, one, one, right? would hope, one would hope not, right? He's making a joke here and he's like, I don't know. Just like, hey, Kevin, you're a grown ass man. If you want to get drunk, <laughs> just get drunk. Right. You don't, <laughs> don't, even don't blame it on your, on your <laughs> license photo. I mean, how hard is it to look drunk in a photo when you're not actually drunk? Yeah, seriously. Just uh, eat some chili peppers. Get your face all flushed. <laughs> that's that's all it has to be, right? Just just hold your breath and go. <clears throat> yeah, until you turn red. Just, just yeah, just and then you, dro- your... drool a little and kind of go a little cross-eyed and get smile. Your... <sighs> maybe, maybe bite a lemon right have, before. Have, uh, that's good. Unkempt hair, unkempt <laughs> clothing, and just look. Yeah, don't don't comb your hair a little more. Or if you're bald like me, you know, you could get a, you could get like a little toupee type of thing and, and put it on sideways. Kevin bald. Let's look, my, at, the, my let's look res- at the photographic evidence. He's got no, Kevin, hair. Kevin has hair. My response, my response. And a giant full beard. My response, my response is just don't have, don't make it up an excuse. If you want to get drunk, get drunk. That's fine. <laughs> you're a grown ass man. You're also a Midwesterner. Come on asking for permission to drink well now we know what's in that thermos in the the photo (laughs) ain't no apple juice in there (laughs) oh all right well that's answered okay we got another one no we got one uh we have one for next week okay we'll sit on that we're saving that for jim (laughs) because is it a history question did it work out nicely like it occasionally does it's question number 88 Oh, okay. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> he themed it, did he? Uh, maybe. Maybe. Oh, yeah. So there we go. That's that, right? Yep. Thanks, Ray. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It was good to actually see you. <laughs> you know, uh, too bad I can't see you guys. Yeah, well, we can We can hook. I have, there's a webcam in here somewhere. I can hook that up and try it. The next Mine's Google up. Hangout and see if that actually works. Mine's on my uh, computer. Yeah. 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 Well, the problem is that there's two of us. for So for you to be able to see both of us, we'd have to place it strategically. And we probably wouldn't be looking at you much of the yeah, time. Yeah, you, you would be like looking down at us. Because we'd be looking. We so look at, we're look looking at each other there. a lot. And we're, you know, with you on the well, monitor, we're looking at you on the monitor. Right. You wouldn't necessarily be on a camera. Yeah, we're not the looking. The camera wouldn't necessarily be right where your we're face not, is on the neither monitor. Neither one of, well, we're both looking at different okay, computers over, that are not the really, computer that has you on it. We're really over explaining <laughs> this. <laughs> yes. Well, I, thought I, I, I thought I just. I got it. Yeah. Finished explaining it there. So, yeah. Anyway. Thank you, Ray. Thank, <laughs> thank the point, you. The point of all that was thank you. You're welcome. And thank you. <laughs> looking forward to next time. Doctor. 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 And Doctor. Doctor. Mike, where can they find us? They can find us at nerdburgershow.com, at nerdburgershow on the Twitters and the Facebook. Email us or don't, nerdburgershow at gmail.com. And you can go to nerdburgergames.com for game stuff and to drive through RPG.com to buy capers. 
Um, if you want to get murderous and acquisitions, you should go to bundleofholding.com where it is bundled in with five other Ooh. indie RPGs. Six games for $25. It's pretty sweet. That's PDFs only, of course. Um, and... and some of uh, some of the proceeds from that goes to Doctors Without Borders. Okay. Ooh, nice. So and, and, that and that's like that till December tenth, I believe. You can and, also buy it at uh, <laughs> at Drive Through RPG. But honestly, if you just want the PDF, go go to the charity thing. And now you have to pay full price for die laughing. Yeah, you got to sit on oh, and wait for a couple of months for die laughing because that's and done. Wait. You got to pay full price and wait. Yes, both. <laughs> Not like we didn't warn you. And we tried to tell you the Kickstarter was out there anyway. On the next episode of uh, Nerd Burger, Craig uh, does not start up another Kickstarter. He doesn't. This is a promise. I'm not going to put up another Kickstarter this year. Nerd Burger, no promises. Wait, what? No more Kickstarters for at least five weeks. For at least five, <laughs> five weeks. He said this year. Yeah. All right. <laughs> no more Kickstarters. In 2018. In 2018, yeah. That's a Nerdburger guarantee. No promises except for that one. Right? Yeah, no promises. Ooh! <laughs> Uh-oh. But really, yeah, no. No kicks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, is that the final word?